You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, here we are. Dun, 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 dun. Six agency, six o something. Um, yeah, it started uh, and it started bad already. Celtics free agency. Welcome aboard, Sherrod Blakely, Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning. Six o'clock. You can start talking to teams, uh, and right out of the gate. Uh, first thing going uh, for anybody out there who believed and, you know, and if you did, I feel bad if we contributed to that at all. <laughs> Any of the hype. We, we wanted to believe. We wanted to believe. Uh, but it's over already. Lonzo Ball. The, the thing, Lonzo Ball's the guy that could have made you feel all right about, yeah. of all the things talked about, the guy that could have made you feel all right about the direction the Celtics were going. Um, first, first domino to fall right out of the gate, and also will be done if it's not already done within minutes. But um, there go those dominoes. Lonzo signs with Chicago outright, four years, eighty-five, and that's that. That's the first uh, first thing, which means you are at this point at the Celtics again, rumored to be in a lot of different things. Maybe the sexiest name left is Dinwiddie, but uh, this is not terribly surprising. And Bobby, as we tried to kind of figure it out. Bobby, I'd say, went through the greatest emotional roller coaster over this ball thing, thinking they were really in on it, and then finally slowly coming to the realization that this isn't happening. So, Bobby, uh, how did we get here? Well, we'll see how we get here because the Bulls don't have this cap space. Even if they clear everything out, they're only at $12 million. So they got some trades and stuff to clean out. Uh, obviously, you can always make something work here. The Pelicans might take some stuff back from the Bulls, although what would it be Sadoransky, Young, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm interested in how the Celtics could possibly get involved here in terms of maybe sending some smaller contracts to Chicago to try to help facilitate this. Because there are some things in Chicago that would help the Celtics out a little bit. Joe Sway's always like that young. Uh, I've always liked Sadoransky coming here possibly. So we'll see how that Thompson deal could possibly expand. But yeah, I thought 
there was a decent case that the Pelicans would look at what the Bulls could possibly offer them here in a sign-and-trade and say, eh, that stuff's not great and not be willing to facilitate it with the Bulls. But at the end of the day, the players have a ton of power. And like you thought and others thought, Ball maybe just didn't want to come to Boston. Well, I don't think there's any reason why he would want to come to Boston. I mean, Alonzo Ball, I think, still has these visions of being an upper echelon, I'm the man type of guy. That's You've got Jason Tatum. You've got Jalen Brown. At best, you're the number three. In Chicago, Zach Levine is the number one. And beyond that, who really is that number two? Is it really Vooch? No, he'll be I'm a huge, sure. yeah. he'll be a huge right. part of that team. Yeah, and so for him, opportunity to be a more of a central piece to the team's success, the money, the location, the market, plenty of reasons why. I, and I, I know John wanted to tap out of this one because he really is oh feeling God, that was some kind of way without lines of being around. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. That was funny though. But I'm just, I just, I'm not surprised that Lonzo went this route. Um, because again, the one thing the Celtics, when they've been able to get really good players, the key to all of that has been money. They've had the flex, they've had the financial muscle to get those done. And and there's too many different things that have to fall into place for them to get the type of difference maker in this free agency period that they're looking for. I just no, don't they're think in trouble now. Yeah. There's I not much like left out dream. there. It was dream, but it was one of those things where you saw it because you know that that's the kind of point guy that could really mesh well with Tatum and Brown. But, you know, to Sherrod's point, I, I mean, I don't think Lonzo Ball is going into a situation thinking he has to be the clear-cut number one, but he's looking to be that one or number two. And if you look at Boston, they already had those guys. They have Tatum. They have Brown. So, you know, I, I'm not surprised. But at the same time, you know, for Southern fans out there, I mean, even though that's the kind of point guard, uh, you know, ideal point guard you want in this situation, in this scenario with the Celtics, it just, it was just going to be a long shot for the Celtics. I thought it was such mm-hmm. a great moment to pivot in that direction. It's everything John's been talking about for a long time. John's wanted him here forever just because of the vision, the playmaking, the uh, anticipation, all the different things that he brings to the table that you need here. Uh, he wouldn't have been your four general, but you would have been comfortable with Richardson running the pick and roll, being the primary ball handler. Ball being an off-ball shooting guy who's gotten really good at that and then being a secondary mm-hmm. playmaker for this team. It would have been a really good setup, but when you have no cap space, when uh, other destinations have more opportunity here, this is kind of what happens, I guess. Yeah, you needed um, – look, and uh, just a couple details here, just uh, how did it get done. Um, uh, Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, second-round pick to New Orleans. Um, so that clears yeah, out – See, the biggest thing is that the Pelicans space. are dumb. Like, why do the Pelicans want that? <laughs> <laughs> what are the Pelicans Bobby, doing? Why do you say that? Tell yeah, them how you no, feel, Bobby. No, 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 Bobby why do you feel? say that as if the Celtics had this great offer that can top that? Like, You'd rather it's not have an all, It's not an offer. They just don't. They just. They just don't want to pay him. It's not a trade. You don't have to take stuff back if you're the Pelicans. You can just be like, "Yeah, we're good with helping you figure out your cap space." Yeah, that's true. So, I if I'm New Orleans, I would have asked. I would have tried to get a third really, team involved. Not just players. I, I'm assuming there's some picks involved. Right. Try to get a third yeah. team and get some picks out of this. Because, I mean, no, no disrespect to Adoransky, but he is not going to freaking move the needle <laughs> in New Orleans. I mean, hell, the needle may not even recognize him, let alone be moved by him. I don't know there. what they're doing. So- <laughs> they signed Steven Adams to an extension and then dump him. They just let Ball go. They don't even really try to keep him here. I, I just – I don't get it. I don't – yeah, it's this – yeah, this – I'm with you, Bobby. Um, I don't care. 
I don't care about how dumb New Orleans is. It's not what the show is about. Okay, the show is about. <laughs> what, no, my point okay, was it's John, not. I don't give Marcus a shit. Smart. I don't. The Pelicans could have leveraged Marcus Smart out of this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. With that contract, though, I mean, is that a championship team? Do you think, Bobby? I mean, I don't know. It they helps them a lot. Smart would have been a better Smart fit to that team than Santa Ranch. Yeah. Fine, well, maybe. I'm talking about the Celtics, though. It's, You're talking it's, about if, if the Celtics had ball, had Lonzo? Lonzo, yeah. If they, if they make oh, that, hell that, yeah, that, they're a better team. No, no, no. Hell yeah, a better team. I don't know you if you're a championship team, but you have some direction. That's what I wrote about today. Like, yeah, you need to you need to like go down some sort that of art, that article lasted about seven minutes, Bobby. Good work, though. It did, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can look back on it. You can't free drop agency. you can't drop a free agent article at five fifty three and expect we, that that thing's gonna last too we, long. We can look back on it and wonder what could have been. <laughs> <laughs> the seven minutes, rest in peace. The seven minutes that it lived, it was amazingly awesome, Bobby. My, no, but my, I think you said Bobby Bobby your predictions. Right That's a Bobby thing. He's gonna, he's gonna dust that thing off in a few years. It's gonna be fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, so look, I mean, uh, look, uh, let's get real though. Let's get real. We we knew the Celtics were in a tough spot. Right. We knew that Lonzo. It was it, it, look, and it became clear at first. You know, like the Richardson deal signified a lot of things, which was they missed for they missed out on Fournier. I guess that hasn't dropped yet, but they knew they weren't going to get there, and um. That was kind of it, right? Um, that was the, this is what we're going to be able to do here. Um, so we're going to just have to do it. And this is going to be our little bit of a Band-Aid. Anything beyond that, I think, you know, we, over the weekend, and again, we went back and forth here. We're starting to hear names like Jeff Green and Kelly Olenek. And, Bring uh, a band back. Damn. Yeah, and and Rudy Gay, and that you know, well, it's let's whatever. Let's just dust Chris Humphreys off while we're at it. Let's just get Chris Humphreys back <laughs> yeah. in the mix as well. Oh, Damn. Man. Yeah, oh, I love so, him. so I mean, so then you, get, union, right? you you're really getting a sense what this is is you you know right now the plan is preserve space and uh, bring in professional basketball players who are not Semi Ojale um, and Grant Williams. I'm not saying those guys won't play, but look, this is where they suffered the most last year. We talked about the talent drop off from the best players to the, to the replacement level guys, too big a drop off. So yes, while Jeff Green's not moving any needles or anything like that, or Kelly Olynyk's not getting you another championship, they are professional basketball players. And that's really all this team can do is find some veterans who actually play ball, play, play basketball for a living have done so for a while and might continue to do so for a while instead of these G league kind of, you know, guys that we were trotting out there who, again, you, if semi, if a semi Ojale free agent signing breaks during this show, what I don't know what I'm going to do, but oh, it's not going to happen. Cool. You're going to disappear. Okay. Be I'll put myself in a penalty box for at least five minutes, and then everybody can give to hurl their best insult at me. Or you can do it anyway. I don't give no, a crap. Give them, give them two weeks at least. The first <sighs> day. Come on. Yeah. Daniel Tice, though, three years. Houston. You know that that's, like that's, yeah. nice. that's good that's for him. Different, it's a different yeah. story. Um, Do you, uh, you get my prediction total? You're 15 to 18. I would be surprised, but again, Daniel Tice to me seems like a guy who'd be in the eight to ten million. But um, you know, we'll see. Like. I I don't know. That would be my guess. You know, I think he's kind of in that. You know, in that you know mid level veteran they have a salary. TP, sort of. I think that they're bringing him in on. So yeah, probably about eight million. That that's what I thought. Um, so you know, I'm not going to sit here and be negative about it all. This is just reality. This is 
we've you've been staring this in the face if you're a Celtics fan here. So I mean, Sherrod, let's talk about it, okay? The pipe dreams are gone, and you know, another potential pipe dream is Dinwiddie. That's not happening, you know, for the money that he's looking for. Again, you know, I know we know how this game is played, right? We've done this before. You, you float some names out there. You say you were close. You say you kicked the tires on some big names. It just didn't work out. The reality is, I think they have a pretty good idea where they're going, and that's going to be fairly conservative. Kelly so, Olenek's which which the board apparently now he's gone. Oh, damn it. Where'd he go? Detroit Baskets. Okay, so which of these guys now? Olinick is gone. Who of all the names mentioned? Don't say Isaiah Thomas yet. Okay. <laughs> damn it, John. We'll get there. Damn it. We'll then we'll get there. to Sollinger after him. <laughs> hey, hey, don't pickle my guy Sully. That's my guy. Yeah, those are two. Yeah, those are two of Sherrod's guys right there. I team those my, are my guys. guys. There's a reason why they're available. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, who do you like here? Who do you want to see? I mean, see, this Patty is the, Mills this is being problem. a name, you know, we've seen a few, right? Patty is the one guy that I, I would like to see because, as you pointed out, John, he's a professional basketball player. He has a skill set that this team could absolutely one hundred percent benefit from. And but I don't know how affordable he is. I don't know if if there's going to be a market for him because he's really one of those guys. I think it's feast or famine. Either he's going to draw unexpectedly more attention than you would warrant, or he will get none. I don't think there's an in-between with Patty Mills. I think he's feast or famine as far as the competition for him. But that's a guy that I, I would love if the Celtics were able to get him. Because again, you want a guy who can come in and actually play. You want a guy who can actually do something that can help your team. Patty Mills can make shots. Doesn't do it all the time, but when he gets it rolling, he is incredible. But again, that's to me, that's kind of like the top shelf. I don't see them being able to finagle anyone with a significantly higher profile you like Reggie than Jackson? Patty Mills. I just don't think they can afford Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I Reggie, if, if Reggie Jackson would have played the way he did the previous year, then yes, absolutely. Bring him to town because you can get him on the cheap. But the way he was balling out this past year. In the playoffs? No. I would be surprised That's if, the if thing. Reggie... Yeah. yeah. This is like, I just look, don't think you can afford him. This is house hunting right now, okay? You're like, oh, I think we're finally going to do it. We're going to commit. We're going to go get someplace. And you go and you look at it, and there's 40 offers, and you're not even friggin' close. Like, this is where you start to see what shit costs. You know, this... And this, your this, pre-approval rate, John, is not very It's high. not very good. Right. <laughs> you don't have... So, so, again, this notion that, like... For, and this is what bothers me. And I know this is mainly semantics, but this notion that like, oh, Fournier, the Knicks just too rich for their blood. Like if you went in to free agency thinking you had a shot at getting Fournier for two and 25, then honestly, you need a different job. Like if you truly believed that's what was going to happen, then you have no idea. You have no sense of the market. So obviously that's not the case. They definitely knew nothing that they were going to be able to offer Fournier would possibly, uh, you know, come to fruition, which means they were never in on Fournier, which means they're not really in on Dinwiddie, which means they're not in on anything because you're hoping what? There's a confluence of events here where every single thing goes wrong. Every team signs one guy and there's one guy left there who's like, shit, I got to take some, you know, I got to take less than, than my market. Maybe that could come through. But on it, you see all these guys going early. The, the guys who are in demand are getting, are, getting, are getting paid. And so they were never really, they just didn't have the ability or the flexibility to be in on these guys. You know, Fournier is the only one. And you had to pay, you had to go into the tax and you had to eat it and you had to, 
uh, on top of that, recognize that like you're going to be tied to this guy for a little bit because he's going to get three or four years, no question about it. Yeah, the, the, the Celtics are going to they'd have to catch lightning in a bottle with free agency, right. and it would have to be someone that that just when you hear that they're coming to Boston, you're like, oh wow, that makes a sense. He could really help them. I, I think of a guy Come like on. like like Shane Say Larkin, it. for example, Shane uh, Larkin who has done he's kicked ass overseas and he was here in Boston so he does have a connection with Brad and the Celtics. Now would he come back to this team the way they're constructed now? I don't know. But that would be the type of player that would be kind of an outside the box free agent addition that would at least I think get some semblance of excitement because he's been kicking ass over in Europe. Uh he's been really really good. So uh, those are the type of guys that if you're the Boston Celtics you that's how you're going to hit a home run in free agency. That's how you're going to strike goal, getting those type of guys. Because as you pointed out, John, they're not going to get – they had no real shot at getting, you know, the lines of balls in the world. It's great to talk about it, and it's great to come, to think about the possibility. But at the yeah. end of the day, they just it's, – it's look, they're going to try and get a house for $100,000, which they've been pre-approved for. Right. These houses are going for two fifty. These yeah. houses are three hundred. These are three fifty. You're not going to get that kind of hookup. You're not really in the market, so to speak. So I no. mean, that's, well, that's this is not about, your neighborhood. This is you not your about, neighborhood. How do you feel about Rudy Gay? Is any miles left on that on that car on that whip? I I hate these guys that are three and four years past the point that they'd have any sort yeah. of relevance or importance. And Rudy Gay's about that. Yeah, He's about this point, we're talking about that. I got to come off the bench. We're not looking. We're not talking about these. We're talking about the Celtics signing a, a an everyday starter. He's more of a name than a player. He's a name. Exactly. He's more than a name than a player. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's I mean, the problem. Of Patty Mills, that's the only one. I'm like, uh, maybe you get a, a good season. He's averaging 11 and 12, you know, 11, 12 points for you. But I just wish yeah. he could shoot above forty percent from three. You know, he's, he's a little below. Yeah. So. Can we ca- let's well, let me well, quickly run through? Let me, we might as well keep Bobby. Going. Let me let me All catch right. up a couple people here. Just a few things uh, we're catching people up. No, no, no. There's a bunch that's happened. We're just going to catch people up here. T.J. McConnell, guy um, that was uh, you know mentioned as a sort of type of player that the Celtics might be interested in bringing in because you know they need a point guard. He's off the board, going back to Indiana. Olenek, three years, thirty-seven. To Detroit, the Celtics were maybe hoping to fit him into that MLE at about nine five. Uh, obviously, he got more than that. So then again, this is a this is what shit costs, you know. I think they're hoping to get Olenek in for one and nine point five, and he's like, I got three and thirty seven. Thanks, I'll see you later. Um, so he's gone. Uh, Jared Allen, obviously not somebody uh, to the Celtics, but he got paid uh, one year after being dealt here five and a hundred uh, for happy. Allen. Damn. Rock. Daniel Tice, multi-year deal. I'm hearing three, you know, hearing, but I mean, just what we're seeing right here is three, uh, three years with the, with the Rockets. So that's something for them. Mike Conley. Don't let them sell you short. There you go. Mike Conley, three and 68. That's another one that kind of dropped here. Uh, And then Tim Hardaway Jr. Sticks around. He was a guy they talked about possibly having to move out of Dallas. He's there. Uh, he's hanging around. So there's just some of the ones to drop right out of the gate. In addition to Lonzo, which was the first kind of big, uh, big news here. And again, six o'clock. So, you, you know, you can you pick up the phone at six. You make your offers. People accept just like that. They're official. That's how it works, right? Uh, yeah. So that's how they do it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> those are, yeah, those, those offers that are becoming like accepted today. The bastards were made a while back. I mean, when, to me, it's, the, the whole free agency period is such a joke yeah. uh, because most of the deals that you hear about within the first hour were made way before that. Um, it's just a matter of, of and this is what agents, I think, are really smart. You don't get too excited about that because someone may come in with a better offer, uh, which 
happens a lot, you know. It happens a lot. So uh, I'm happy you guys are getting paid. I just wish the Celtics were in position to pay some of these guys. I would like to get paid. <laughs> so would uh, I. Yeah. Not Joe Sway. Joe Sway's good, though. Um, he's good. <laughs> he's got that. Brockton Wi-Fi at his finest. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm good today. Don't jinx it. Come on. <laughs> Don't jinx it. Um, so I'm looking in here. You guys see anything else happening right now? I'm just trying to map out this Fournier thing because obviously he's still out there for now. The Knicks did bring back. Nerd Why didn't Noel. it happen yet? It's interesting. I don't know. So we heard that 480 thing. I never believe that. I, I saw that three and 54 recently. The most yeah. recent I saw was three and 54, which is 18 per. The guy made 17. He's not taking a pay cut. So again, no. any any notion that Celtics were getting him for less than he made the year before. But do is they, all- so it, it comes down to the Knicks. Do the Knicks sign him for something yeah. like that? Is that smart for them? Or it could be. That I don't care. Right. They're, I don't care. He could, have, he could just eventually yeah. run out of options. And maybe the Celtics say, we'll give you 20-something for one year. That's the best yeah. case scenario. That's the, the best. So, just run out the shot clock. And that's the that, one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what we talked about. Like if you're the, the Knicks, day, would you rather have Derrick Rose or Fournier? I don't know. But no, Sherrod, what you were saying, we were joking around before, that's the lightning in a bottle. Like, that's, all the chips fall and everyone's like, you know, I, I was going to give Evan all this money, but I didn't. And all the the rest of the money got spent. You know, that's the one thing about free agency. It goes fast and furious, you know. And yeah, then Mavericks are out. Pelicans yep. are out. Uh, the Hornets and, and, are close And, Bobby, you just out. mentioned a name, Derek Rose. I mean, if let's say the Knicks swoop in and, and gobble up Fournier, the, the Celtics, are they in play for Derek Rose? Right. Would you want Derek Good point. Rose? I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, considering how limited they are financially – if I can get Derrick Rose in, in camp on my squad, oh, hell, that's a W. Because Derrick Rose is going to outperform the contract, whatever contract he gets with the Celtics. That If, if the Celtics were interested and he was available, uh, there's no doubt. And he'd be significantly less money than Fournier, obviously. Um, so th- that's another – again, that's what ha- – you. it's almost like it's, it's like musical chairs, and the Celtics are hoping at the end of the day – they yeah, can make it left? happen because, yeah, who's left? And that that's – you hate to ha- have it come down to that, but it, it, the way things are playing out in terms of the Celtics and their money and the money that others have, that's – that's I think that's the best path right. to get something of, of great value. So two guys – Did Maryland Noel here? Uh, no, who What's got that? Nerlens Noel staying with New York. Three staying with New York. That's what I said. Million. So that cuts about $10 million oh, you said off they can offer, yeah. yeah. Um, you got Dinwiddie and Fournier. Yet to, yeah, uh, those chips have yet to fall. The other interesting thing um, was uh, the, the, the recent news involving Collins, um, which was they're not agreeing. They have not agreed. They're almost daring him to co- go get an offer sheet, you know, to get, to get somebody to, to – Right, that's to, another one. Who's got cap space out there to make them pay that right. much? That's a good right. And so, strategy. who's got the cap space? They're basically at this point saying, "We're not going to just extend you. We're gonna we'll we'll match an offer sheet if one comes, and if not, then they kind of got them by the short ones. That could get ugly quick. Um, that's the way to guarantee that you lose a player. Um, when Absolutely. you play, when you do this shit, <laughs> he with might them. just sign that qualifying offer and say, "All I, right, I'm telling you, exactly, exactly, right. exactly." Right. And if I'm him, I would. 
I absolutely would go that route if they're giving me if they're giving me shit about getting a long term deal done. We just got to the freaking conference finals. We're the Atlanta Hawks. This right. ain't the Boston Celtics. This isn't Milwaukee, but this isn't teams that make deep playoff runs a regular occurrence. We're the freaking Atlanta Hawks, and I'm balled out. And y'all want to trip about my money? And I'm only 23 years old. It's not like I'm right. over the hill. It's not like I don't have a skill set that doesn't benefit you and translate to the direction that the NBA is going now. And you want to trip about my money? Yeah, but you know what? John Collins is the type of player that his name is soon going to be John Collins' contract, you know? Because, like, whoever signs <laughs> I him, I like him. What, he's never going to yeah, be a max you know, yeah, he's he's guy, and it's always... Go, yeah, we've seen it before. I, I see what John's saying. He's never going to live up to the max contract, but you have no choice but to pay him because you don't have anybody else you can give that money to, and if you lose him for nothing, you're way freaking worse. So, right. uh, ultimately, someone's going to pay this guy a big 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 money and then it's going to be like well i, I you know we've got john collins contract we got to worry about you know i know they're different positions but i look at him the same way i kind of look at a guy like tobias harris good player good good really not great. good player yeah but not great and yet i'm paying him great player money yeah because of the situation that he presents because of his talent is is good and the market for him is what it is i think john collins market is not max but near max money and he's going to get that money from someone. He is. And, and again, he's And it really... may not be this year, but it may be him signing a qualifying offer and getting that money next year. But at some point, he is going to get that money. And on Atlanta, he was there too. Realistically, he's a three, you know, and you might even say like a fringy one at that, you know, he's a third piece on a really good team. He's not your Robin to a Batman sort of guy. And that's what he's going to want to get. He's going to get Jalen Brown's contract. Is this a guy in Jalen Brown's class of player? Definitely not. You know, like, I don't think so. Um, So, and that's, that's, that's the money he's going to get. And he's going to be that guy that you're, you know, it's like, okay, it's the Trey and Collins show. And I don't know if they want that, but there's no, they, they don't, they don't have much of an alternative. So he's another one to keep an eye on. I don't know. You know, I don't think the Celtics could do it, but the Celtics were definitely mentioned as a team that would be super I interested think you in, run into in a this. serious hard cap issue there. I have, I'm fine with serious hard caps here. They, they don't, they don't frighten me. <laughs> Unless you send back like a lot of, could you send them Horford? I don't know. Why they take Horford and Smart? Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Why would they do that? Yeah. There's not. It's, it's kids and picks is always going to get things done. Um, you know, and and that's you know, and whatever salary necessary to make it work that's expiring. You know, it's. But you're Atlanta. You're you're you you go from conference finals to a massive step to a pseudo rebuild. It's not a good look. You know. No. Then that's a good core if you sign it together. I thought they were going to be fast and furious. Get this done, numbers high, but whatever. You're not getting anything else anyway. And then bring back Lou Williams, find a mid-level point guard backup, and you're ready to go. Extend Young, and that's your team. But hey, let me ask you this question. That. Let me ask you this question, Bobby. Now, now in Detroit, they're making some moves, and one of the moves is, is is waving Corey Joseph. Would that be a guy that you'd be cool with bringing in as your backup point guard, Corey Joseph? For you're talking about probably like vet minimum money. Absolutely, he's good. I like Mills more. That's a Brad prototype. If you ever mention one, for sure. Yeah, he's solid. I I like Corey as a person a lot, 
I think his game is average. Yeah. He's, he's like the me, most he, average point guard you can imagine. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of he, – to me, when I think of, like, NBA players who are eh, – he's one of those guys. And that's no disrespect to him. I, I, right. I think he's definitely proven himself to be an NBA caliber player, but I don't necessarily feel he's going to get me excited. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily going to be a horrible player. He's just, eh, you know, it's Corey Joseph. He's on my team. He's, he's in my rotation. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a guy like him, it's a guy like Mills, and that's what you're basically working with in terms of point guard depth at this at this point, unless you're looking in a trade situation right now. I am so confused. Obviously, there was nothing lined up immediately for the Celtics. They're just kind of waiting and seeing right now, it looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this Marcus Smart thing came out earlier if you weren't immediately sending him out the door in some sort of setup now. like I, I don't know where it came from, obviously. It's it's such a dangerous gamble, I think, to be playing with that situation. We talked about how it's important to placate him. Now, all of a sudden, you have a report out there that he's effectively gone, right, John? Like that's kind of what that report was. Well, yeah. So let, let's let's summarize it. Yeah. Let's let's summarize it for the people at home who 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 didn't see it. But um, you know, the, this is from Chris Mannix, who uh, you know, Sherrod knows. They work together, um, you know, at NBC. He's a he's a he's a sourced guy. You know, he knows some people. Um, Sherrod's already making that. I don't believe this story face. So I want to hear your 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 take on it. Um, and that's so fine. I don't believe you. You need more people. Well, here's no, no, no that's fine. I, but let me let me let me just catch people up. The story was essentially that, um, and you know that that smarts a challenging guy for Brad. Um, and that he's frustrated with his inconsistencies and he's basically looking uh, to move on from him. Uh, and that it's very likely, you know, it, it, as they were putting it out there, that he would be uh, that he would be uh, gone. And let me just say here, um, uh, Boston's acquisition. Here's the exact report. Acquisition of Josh Richardson could spell the end of Marcus Smart's run in Boston. He's become a fan favorite, but Stevens has been frustrated by his unpredictable play. Per sources, Smart, one of the NBA's better perimeter defenders, entering the final year, could extend, yada, yada, with Stevens thinking, uh, telling SI, it's more likely Stevens, more likely. So the sources tell SI, more likely Stevens will look to trade Smart before the start of the season. Boston shopped him last season, seeking multiple first-round picks, which, again, whatever. Um an NBA executive tells SI smarts value now, probably a first and a rotational player, according to a high ranking Eastern conference executive John said that like four months ago for the record. <laughs> Might be able to swap him for, for, I didn't even think they'd get a first, honestly, might be able to swap he, him he for said either or actually. Yeah. For a similar player that fits position, but Danny valued him like he was an all-star. He is not. Okay. So uh, Sherrod, give us your take on this story. One, how much truth do you think? And I know well, you don't want to stomp on another guy's report, but give us some context here. Where is this well, coming from? Well, I, I can't tell you where it's coming from. I don't know who Chris's source is, but my understanding with Marcus is that, uh, yes, and it's no secret that they have looked into trading him before today. Uh, that That's, that's you know, that's pretty common knowledge. Uh, my understanding is that if they're going to move him, they're probably going to ask for at least a first round pick and a player, but they're probably going to have to settle for a second rounder yep. and maybe multiple second rounders and a lower echelon player. In other words, the, the, my understanding is that any deal that involved Marcus Smart, more likely than not, the Celtics would get the shorter end in terms of talent. They're not going to get a better player than Marcus Smart. And they're basically, in effect, will be giving picks away, uh, or excuse me, getting like a couple of second round picks in return for Marcus. 
Which see that's again, that's you're where not it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, it would be a pick and, and that's why that's why th- this is, I've this never is thought like, a first is, rounder was in play for Marcus. This but anyway. is what it I doesn't anticipate even matter if a first rounder is in play. I don't think Marcus is going to be moved because the Celtics are not going to get anything of comparable value. It doesn't have to be apples to apples, but you can't expect me to give you an apple and you give me a damn raisin and think I'm going to be cool with that. And I think for Marcus, I think his value for the Celtics is high enough to where they feel like they have earned the right and Marcus earned the right to be traded for something of value. Marcus is an apple. Don't give me a damn grape in return or a raisin. That's not going to work. I want to cite this too. Yeah, I want to cite this too because we talked about this on our chat before we went on the air. It is interesting, uh, you know. Gogeta here uh, is a regular on the show, um, you know, and, and thank you uh, for, uh, for for tuning in. But um, the uh, report a few weeks ago, which obviously came from Kemba, and that sounded more like sour grapes. Um, but that that report a few weeks ago was that Smart was a little teacher's pet, and and he could do no wrong. And Brad would not <laughs> Brad would not scold him for all of the things that he did. And Mark Marcus got to do everything, and he would you know he'd jump on the bed with his dirty shoes, <laughs> and, and he'd get DM away with it. And, <laughs> and he would go into the cookie jar, and he'd eat all the cookies. He'd and take Brad, my chocolate cake and wouldn't <laughs> yeah. share. And he, but he, we he wouldn't, wouldn't share. share. You know, he would take all the toys and hide them in his room, and Brad would never say anything. And now, you know, here we go. He's he's a problem child. And and that doesn't mean that the person is in that close (laughs) of a situation or not, but it could just be someone's opinion. Who, you know, that, that could be the source. But, exactly. You know, That's what it always comes down to is it's yeah. perception, Josue. Somebody perceives Definitely. that this is uh, the way, right? Yeah, I feel like you, you put Marcus back out there, starting point guard. Everyone knows, you know, it's not a situation where he's playing, you know, he's covering for Kemba Walker. And that's how you see where his where, where his stock lays, you know, whether it's halfway through the season or right, oh. before, the trade, or right before the trade deadline. But this is going to be interesting, guys, because this does happen. Marcus Smart does stick around, and, you know, all this trade talk is just happened to be a report. What's Brad going to what? do from the trade deadline? Because you look, you look back at the last few years. Danny Ainge hasn't pulled that, pulled the trigger on those, on that kind of deal, right? He's let he's seen we've seen people walk away during free agency. Would would Brad do it mid season? I mean, it's too early to say. It'd be hard now that he's expiring contract. I'd, right. I'd be surprised if he trade smart. This isn't quite breaking news, but again, I know. And again, this is these are reports, so we're gonna you know we're gonna grab whatever we can grab here. But uh, Adam Himmelsbach just kind of threw out a ton of from the Boston Globe, a bunch of little nuggets trying to keep up here with all of the Celtics stuff, uh, but. This is a about as depressing a tweet as it gets. Um, just simply summing up where the Celtics are here, because this is what a lot of people are here, you know, and want to know. Uh, what are we doing here? Okay, so some C's intel I'm hearing, according to Himmelsbach. Fournier return still quite unlikely. Check. We knew that. Marcus Smart isn't going anywhere. Okay. C's could be priced out on Jeff Green. Holy shit, is that depressing? Like they can't even they can't even aff- <laughs> they can't even afford the guy we bear that they, we barely. We're not know. talking about like team. Jeff Green, Oklahoma City. Jeff Ugh. Green first run with the Celtics. Jeff, we're talking about Jeff Green, 2021. My Damn. God, my God, is that depressing? <laughs> Auto Avery hit up it. Auto Porter, Patty Mills. Bring the band back. There's more. That's so great. There's more. There's more. There's more. Hold on. Let me get get through it all. Auto Porter, Patty Mills, possible. C's remain focused on maintaining flexibility. We know that. And the last one, and this one's going to hurt. This one's going to hurt. IT not in the cards. Oh, I know. Sad face. Sad face. Sad face. Sad face emoji. Jeez. Well, you know what, what? that means. Thanks, Adam. 
Patty Mills, you know what that means. Also, Ime, Ime's been calling him nonstop. Like, come on, man, let's do this. That's the one, right? That's that's, that's all you got. That's what you listen. If if at the end of the day, all I got in my hand come, come is on, come on, Patty Mills. Consider how much I had to work with. I'm okay with that because yes. Patty Mills to be. I mean, if you if you're being honest, if we're gonna go with the whole real estate analogy, your pre-approval rate, you're getting significant bang for your buck if you can bring in Patty Mills. Because you, because the amount of money and the amount of capital that the Celtics have, Patty Mills, I think, could get more money elsewhere. I really do. Yeah. If you can get him, I think all of them are getting more money elsewhere. That's the thing. There's a lot of full mid levels around the league. Not too many teams are in the tax. Right. And the Celtics do have it at their disposal. So why not? Like at this point, if you're letting Fournier go, if you're not bringing in any sort of pricey commodity, Use that full mid level. Why not? Who cares if you hard cap yourself? It'll be a because great they're going to wait not to add. Because what makes most sense, and this is again, this is what did we say, Bobby? We're going to know pretty quick, right? Okay. Now, what's what makes sense is not just who's available, but who's available and can you get on a one year deal? And both of those things matter. And I honestly think that that's a huge thing here. Why are they not leaping in here? Everything here is a multi year deal. Okay. Yeah. And. It, that's why I said it doesn't matter the amount to Fournier. It matters that they're not spending any money long term on a new contract here because they want that flexibility. And there's a report here in the NBA that next year's cap is going up, uh, as is the tax threshold, which is good for Boston. OK, it's going up significantly from 112 to 117 and 136 to 145, I think, which makes a big difference for the Celtics heading into that offseason. Uh, I, there's just I, I think it's I think that's exactly it. It's they are. They're looking for guys they can bring in on one-year deals and then see what happens next offseason. And I think that's becoming evident as time goes on. It'd be stunning, I think, for them to bring in somebody here uh, long-term for, 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 for any significant money. So yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, I think, where we are. Um, whether people want to – the most depressing thing about this, we, we spent half the regular season talking about the offseason with the full understanding they're not going to be able to do much, you know? They're not. They can Everyone... maybe do a little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was some level of expectation. Oh, here we're on Isaiah now, right? <laughs> I just threw it up there. But this yeah. is where you are. Yeah, Isaiah, sure. He'll you know come and play for a jar Why of pickles. Why isn't Isaiah you know? in the cards? I don't get that one. Like, not that it matters. I don't know. Well, I, like, I think this roster. It, I think... Let me just I put it out a, there. This... Go ahead. This roster, as it stands now, would not make the playoffs. Look what you've done to Bobby, guys. Look what you've done. Wow. Did he That's wait? It. Wait, was that Bobby? You We're talking Richardson, Dunn, Smart in the backcourt, no wing depth, and Bruno what have you? What center. have you done wow. to poor Bobby? What, you teams Bobby? In the what, what, what about the great all star tandem? What do you? It's going to be so hard for them to operate on this team. The amount of spacing that they have. <laughs> It'd be a good defensive team. They get some good defensive versatility this, out there, this, but I don't know where all the points are coming from. They're going to have to be a grinded out team. I mean, if, if this is a team that they're they, they're going to have to be like old, like throwback to teams winning games like ninety to eighty six, uh, and and if they're really lighting it up on a on a, on a given night, they might score like a hundred and two. Um, oh, that's how they're it. built right now. That is how they're built. That's how they're going to have to. 
It ain't pretty. Yeah, right? and there's a lot of there's a lot to like on the defensive end of the floor. It's gonna be a little refreshing to see some defense this year after last year. But the way they're gonna be, yeah. But then you're gonna offense. wake up, Bobby, and realize, oh crap, the trade off is they can't score. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, you know, they they could easily be one of those teams' top five defense, bottom five offense. So are, is that gonna is that gonna get it done? Oh, the pressure um, on the, Tatum. Yeah, I mean Tatum. Tatum's going to. I mean, and literally Tatum is going to have to average damn near thirty points. As long as he gets his stats, we're good. He'll need um, his stats. They're going to need him. You don't have any choice. Tatum. Tatum. You know. You know. If if ever it becomes a question of is he chucking too many shots, you know, he won't say it, but we'll certainly say it for him. Look who's around him. Of course, he's got to take thirty shots a game. Who? What? What? what you? You want Josh Richardson jacket 15, 20 shots a night? You want to see Marcus doing that 15, 20 times a night? Do you want to see Al Horford play more than 30 minutes a game? Is Rob Williams, is he ready to take more than like five shots, four of which are dunks? Come on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not there yet. We'll see what they do. But again, there's not a ton they can do. And we knew that coming in, as John said, like the flexibility wasn't immense. Uh, but you did think there would be some lower level guys that if they're I, not in the cards. Well, that's they, what they are. They again, can't get Patty right. Mills. I, I don't will, know what's I going will to say, happen. I, I will say this, Bobby. I do think they will make the playoffs. I do think they will do enough to make the playoffs. They will not be a very high seed. I just think that they are going to – because they, if they play defensively close to the level I think they will with their guys, that's going to get them to the playoffs. They just won't do much once they get there. Okay, um, very quickly, I want to throw out one more uh, tweet here. Mark Murphy, Boston Herald, league source. Marcus Smart is likely staying now that Lonzo has signed with Chicago. So, again, Mark – I Mark, just love – like, well, hold, on. Mark, Mark, hold on, hold on. Mark intimating that uh, that Lonzo to Chicago, that Lonzo was real, at least in this tw- uh, tweet. But again, this goes back to what we were talking about. The rest of his tweet says, uh, any, uh, let me pull it up here, any signings will be on the margins. And again, this is where they are. The on the margins is in quote from whatever source he got. So this is where we are, folks. It is, you know, you're getting priced out of Jeff freaking Green. Um and Patty Mills and these guys and Kelly Olynyk say goodnight. You know, like it's and, you, and right. It also tells you a little bit about Marcus Smart's value outside of Boston because <laughs> you're not getting a player and a nope. first round pick. You're probably not going to get a player and a couple of second round picks. So if you're not going to get anything of remote value, then if you're the Celtics, it doesn't make sense to do that deal because teams again. You don't necessarily have to get apples to apples, but damn, like I said earlier. Don't give me a raise and expect me to give you an apple. I mean, that's just not going to work. And I think that's where the Celtics are at with Marcus Mark. He has more value. We talked about this before. His value to this organization is much greater than it is in the eyes of other teams throughout the league. Uh, and, and I think this period of time we're in now, that's that's pretty obvious. Yeah, but when we were talking about trading him, though, which teams do you think are the ones that are going to be, you know, really excited about adding someone like Marcus Smart? It's going to be the, the contenders, right? The, the, the teams that, that think they're one – Marcus Smart away from from being a champion, you know. And, and well, that's yeah, the I mean, I, you know, yeah, I mean, what, I, what kind of draft capital can you get right. in that kind of trade, or what kind of players are you getting in return? Like, I would look at a team like like Denver, for example, who could use a Marcus Smart there. When you look at the the teams out west that have multiple elite wing scores, you look at the Clippers, and, and you know, where you got Kawhi and you got Paul George. Adding a Marcus Smart in the mix would certainly help a team like that. Um, but again. What are they willing to give up? to? Because they're not going to give up Porter Jr. That's for damn sure. Uh, I love Will Barton. I think he's a baller. Uh, but I don't think – but, again, Marcus Smart just isn't viewed 
throughout the league the way he is in Boston. Uh, and that's not a knock or no shade at Marcus. It's just the fact that he has a track record of, of success with this organization. And there are a lot of teams that aren't necessarily thinking that's going to translate to their organization. And so, yeah, I'm, t- I'm, I'm pivoting. I'm pivoting back to. Yeah, I'm pivoting to Fournier here. Yeah. The, the the as things develop here, I'm pivoting back to and again, Bobby. I know you just sent that tweet. It is interesting. Wa- no, I'm saying it is interesting watching this money go off the board here. Um, you know, uh, on the guy. No, when you said the Fournier thing. I, I thought you meant you're you're, you're starting to buy into the Fournier thing, but you're not even excited about that. No, I look when you when we've been going back and forth about what we wanted to do. Uh, I settled on build a team for now and don't worry about next year because you have no idea what's going to happen next year. I wanted them to work out Fournier. If that meant getting rid of Smart, so be it. Um, you know, for, from feel a much money better perspective, about this team with Fournier. So you'd feel better because it's another professional player. And again, I'm not trying to pick on this team because uh, you know this is this is tough. You know, this is what it is. But I tweeted this over the weekend, like. It's simply a matter of talent depletion here, um, it, what it comes down to. You keep replacing guys with worse guys. And it keeps and, – and it just – you've gone from Hayward to Fournier to Josh Richardson over the span of, you know, two years. Uh, the amount of talent that's left the team – and, again, it's Hayward, Rozier, Marcus Morris, Ennis Cantor. You know, you gave away Desmond Bain or the rights to him for nothing. Daniel Tice, Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker, Mo Brown just now, the 16th pick in this year's draft. You know, Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines, Tristan Thompson, you know, again, who you're just giving away at this point, not for anything of assets, not that he's valuable, but these are still professional basketball players. You're, you're giving a Jeff Teague's got a chip. Uh, and what comes back, you know, and here's the thing, too. Al Horford, Chris Dunn, Jason Richardson, Bruno Fernando. That's what Josh you're replacing. Richardson. Josh Richardson. That's what you're replacing these guys with. That is you're you're you're. Again, think of what you thought of the previous guys, and we're not even talking in the Hayward Rozier class of player. The other guys are professional basketball players, and 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 you replace them with nothing. I mean, far worse at talent. You're, I mean, you're Tatum and Brown are on an island right now. This is the dangerous thing here. Is, uh, yeah, but all those guys, what, what do they have in common? Well, besides Al Horford, what do they all mostly have in common? You know, the expiring deal. It's all about saving all of it, all of as much it. money yeah. as you can. And, and, and seeing what you have from these young guys. I mean, you talked about it a few months ago, John. You know, what what, what do we have in Neesmith? What do we have in Romeo? And I think, Bobby, you even mentioned – We're about to you know, find out. <laughs> I know, right? But Bobby we- Bobby even mentioned before, like, well, well maybe we don't want to see someone in the way of that, you know, at least for this for this year, for this one season, even though Celtics fans, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear what's the next best thing or what's the what, – what, who's going to come in here and make this team – a uh, 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 title contender again, but I, I just don't think it happens. That's a good time. point, Joe Sway. But are those guys? You know, is the potential there where if they get the opportunity, they might seize it? It's a question right now. We'll learn a lot in summer league next week. I think that's the starting point of when, like, all right, does Romeo all of a sudden start to light up this competition? Is Neesmith too good to even be playing in summer league after the burst he went on late last year? That's going to tell us a lot about where the youth of this team is. But there are certain guys like Carson Edwards. Grant got dangerously close to this point last year, and I think Sherrod and I were texting on the side, like, it's a little telling that he's not in summer league. Like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he's just not in a position where he doesn't want to, like, ha- have that play out in a bad direction for him. Those are guys I look at and say, all right, I don't know if even extra minutes and opportunity are going to help those guys. But Neesmith, Pritchard certainly, and Lankford still deserves a chance. 
there's a there's a chance with extra minutes, extra opportunity, a nice full summer league here that those guys really come in the camp looking good and seize on some opportunity here. Neesmith especially, yeah, the way he looked late mm-hmm. in the year, I'm I'm excited about what he could potentially do. Maybe even as a starter on this team. Like I think Neesmith to me is the key to all this. I, yeah. I think he's that one player that. As we're trying to figure out where the hell are the Celtics going to go from here, is there any path that leads them going in an upward direction? I think Neesmith is the key to that because he's the one guy from that John young core that John, John likes this conversation. Sorry, oh, he's got himself on mute. I don't hate it, I, I but I don't want to pivot immediately to we're excited. I want – I No, it's not I, about being excited. Like, be mad about this, guys. For, be first, this be appropriately – yeah, be appropriately annoyed that the Celtics are in this position. But – and again, I'm not doing the – as I said, uh, this is the only path I've seen for this team, period – Play these freaking guys and see if they're any good. And that's it. That's the only choice. And it's not because – and everyone mistook it all season long for John loves Romeo. I don't. <laughs> but I don't want a Jeff Green team. I just want – either these guys are good – I'm excited about Jeff Green now. Look, yeah, either – I am not excited about either Jeff Green. good and you've got something <laughs> or they're bad and you can cut bait and, and stop yeah. pretending. That's it. But you've got – that your only path to all of a sudden being from mediocre to good is if these guys are good and you're like, holy crap, we got a young core that's affordable to add to the stars. Now I supplement with some veterans and I got space next year. Kaboom, here I come. So this is the only path for this team. Play these guys, see if they're good. And if they suck, then they suck. Then you know you really need a lot of stuff, okay? They don't but have you, a choice now. You can't trade them because they have no value because they haven't impressed anybody yet. And bringing in other veterans on top of them and reducing their playing time does no one any good. So just play them, and that's it. But I'm not excited. It just is your only option. And you know what? If they play well, it will be exciting. If they suck, I we're going to be exciting because we know they're not going to be around very much longer. We're going to cancel. We're going to cancel the show. <laughs> we're we're going to get 20 games in and then just call it. We'll the bad done. part about it, though, especially with the 2019 guys, we're two years into it now. Like, we've seen a decent amount of Romeo. We've seen a lot of Grant. We've seen a lot of that. Edwards. No, you, you don't think don't we've know. seen enough of those guys? Not, not, the, was, not, not, not Romeo. Not Romeo. Now, Grant, right. yes, I've seen, I've seen enough of Grant. Romeo, I haven't because he hasn't been healthy enough. He has not even close to – he doesn't even have one close to one full season of service time, and he's never had any lead-up right. into a season. It's always right. – yeah. he, he, he started behind. Hey, don't jinx him. He looks awesome. <laughs> he does. He looks good. He I am – you know what's going to suck? When, 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 when he's like the sixth best player on the court in summer league and you're going to be like, uh, you know. James Young all over again. Damn it. It it had well. That's what Yabu got cut. I was gonna say Yabu. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, Yabu. He wasn't even he wasn't even number six. He was more like eight or nine. Yabu was a year three player, uh, year three at vet playing in summer league. Played like a day three. And he beat Team USA. And he was and he and and guys bums off the street rounding off the roster that will never play anywhere were were looked better than him. And he was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut you now. Um. So that's right the after fe- giving him his team option. They're still paying for him <laughs> that, this year. That was so I bad. Know. They're still paying for him. Oh, Gershon he's like the Bobby Bonilla of the Celtics, man. Yeah. 
Like exactly. the Bobby Bonilla of the Celtics, still getting paid for, for nothing. Nothing. So Just, that's where we are. The other thing that I didn't get a chance to get my pound of flesh in, I'm really annoyed about the Mo Brown thing. Um, I, you I'm know, this. I'm just annoyed. I thought, look, I if they, fans agree with if you. they took on Richardson for salary alone, that's fine. Sherrod and I went on this little rant, you know, and good. We're, we're dead wrong. But we both said, no way you just throw that guy in for a salary match. Okay. Right. Just to trim right. salary. He's valuable. He's a, he's not. And again, people conflate. We're not saying he's an all-star or he's going to play ahead of guys, but he's, a, a, a 1.7 million per year for four years, up and coming, seven 22 year two. old, seven foot two bench big. That's a great commodity at that salary. He banged you for damn near 2020 in a half. Yeah. Not again. <laughs> he damn near had 2020 on you in a half. Yeah. And, and, but, and, but you know what? I, I, I still believe that the deal would not have been done if he wasn't moved. Right. Because what's in it for Dell? I don't think I, I. I think that they made him being part of it. We're not giving you Jay Rich unless you get him. I don't think and so. Then, I, it sounds to me like they wanted to. Um, they wanted to dump to shed some salary, and they wouldn't take much, so they took the the smallest salary they could send them, and that ended up being Brown. I think it was straight cost cutting, which doesn't, God, which I, I don't get. I, I don't get that either because that that's. That, to, to quote my my man Bobby, that's just dumb. I mean, you, you don't you don't cut a one point seven million dollars, seven foot two, twenty some year old who has tremendous upside. People I don't get it. Who, yeah, I don't think I mean, it's cut it. So we got it. it in our heads that Richardson was free, and he wasn't. They gave up a lower tier player on the roster for an NBA starter. I don't think it's that crazy. You did. You, you didn't. You gave up four years of an affordable guy during a time that you know you need cap space for a guy you clearly have no intention of re-signing past next year. None. Because you're clear in the books. He's he, The value of Jason of Richardson, jo, I keep saying Jason, um, of uh, Josh Richardson is his contract and the fact that he comes in well, it's and, also he, just and he's going to be he's going to be 48 light. Yeah, John. Let me ask you this question: uh, Would you send Grant instead of uh, Brown? I would have. Okay. Is that bad? Does that make me a bad person? No, I just. But I, I guess my my point is, I think this the Celtics might have done the same thing, <laughs> which is why, which is why I think Dallas said we said no. That yeah. Kid. yeah, yeah. I, I think they want to send Bruno. Grant, but... No, we're just kidding, man. We're just kidding. Never mind. Right. Dallas, right. you know Dallas and that. I'm standing they're, by they're it. Like, wait, you want us to take who? Wait, yeah, granted, said. Yeah, no, Grant and Semi don't get deals. Yeah, yeah. I um, just didn't see a pathway for Moses to impact this team all that much if things were going right. It's, it's not a matter of that. Well. It's not an. Imp- it's not an impact. Yeah. Yeah, but they just needed. Concerns. They need a guard. They need a wing, and the TP date was coming up where they had to use that or lose it, right. and they got a really good player for it, and they gave up at end of the rotation center. At the end of the day, there's an undrafted center. He's a guy who is just non-guaranteed salary. At some point, you might just hey, if the Mavericks cut him, like in the next week or so, they need some extra money here. I wouldn't be stunned. Like he's a he showed promise last year in Oklahoma City, where he could play a ton. There were no expectations whatsoever. It was basically a G League setup there. What is he beyond that? We'll see. Maybe. John will be 100% right on this one. He's killing in Dallas next year with Luca. And that's a pretty good guy for him to look, team up with. That but. would be such a painful pill to swallow. Yeah, it if is. He's, if he's just, that would be like, oh. 
I, uh, like I said, I don't even need him to kill it. I just think he had value even at what he did last year on this team. Behind what's the value, though, because Richardson has value, too. But look, you've got Horford, who you're probably going to try to renounce next year. And you've got Rob Williams, who obviously has health concerns. This was a great this was an this was an actual need. I, 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 I'm not interested in, you know, where are you going to play him this year? Like, yeah, I want Rob to get the 25 to 27 minutes. You're telling me this guy wasn't good for you know, 17, 18, 19 minutes coming in at seven foot. Two no, grabbing there. boards. Horford's there for as a stopgap. Again, Mo Brown, when you, Bobby, look, if you have expensive things, you need cheap things, you know, like that's, these guys are, have value for that thing. When you, if you go spend your money and you're going to be a three star team, you sure as shit need so, $2 million Mo Browns right, so on I your get, roster. I get where you're coming yeah. from here. You know, that's is, the thing. This is where I'm in kind yeah. of a different spot still. And like, we got to kind of figure out what is the direction of this team. Are yep. they still on the Beal plan? Well, is that still the thing? Because if that's the plan, I get why you want Brown in there for that. That's setup. why. That's yeah. why. It's not because yeah. I'm like, oh my god, they gave up this. They gave up friggin' Wilt. Or even if it's not, you know, even if it's not Bradley Beal, you know, any other free agent next summer, just to, just to sort of you know save that space, but also have that guy who's under way well, well under like five, three million. You know. Yeah, and you just could have a guy that you can develop. That can right. actually has some physical, tangible skills that might be able to help you win at a high level. Because yeah, he's he's definitely not in the mix as far as playing time now. But do you think if he were here for maybe another two years, he might not be rotation ish player? Because I, mean, I mean, remember this dude <laughs> did drop. Cool. I mean, and I, I hate to harp on that one game, but when you look at his season numbers, his season numbers were pretty damn good as well. It wasn't like he had that one game and just fell off the face of the earth. This guy was average, put up number damn near double double type numbers. Uh, and to have a guy that young making that kind of mm-hmm. money, I understand why Dallas would have made it a priority to get him back in the deal. I understand that. But if 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 this were just a salary dump, why they included him? That's dumb. That's what kills that's me. Dumb. If it's yeah. if it was a straight salary dump, that's a bit of a bummer. Um, yeah. Because again, especially if you're not value. doing it, because that that and there's when, and there's no next yeah. move, right? Right. So let's see what happens with that Tristan trade. It's still really weird that that's up in the air. I don't know why it would be. Well, you it seem to think it was be... small. It was small bookkeeping. You at you're moving another yeah. thing or two, but. Um, just to open a roster spot, I guess. Or maybe you just hold and say, all right, if there's something out there we can actually get, we'll make a move to get that roster spot open. If there isn't, then we'll just take Dunn and Bruno, which is when the roster starts looking a little shaky. Let's get into Tristan in a minute. People are asking for more updates, so we'll give you what we've got. Chris Paul, um, agreement with the Suns, four years, 120. That'll take him up to his age 40. Uh, you know, He's going to be 40 when that contract is over. What a heist. Wow. Wow. You know, this, yeah. They thought so, the last contract was crazy. Like I know. Uh, Lowry um, looking at three years, sign, sign and trade the heat, still working. I'm the details has not been done. Yeah. It was never happening. I don't know why you just, why? Yeah. Why do it's you do that to yourself? I want it to happen. It's I know, I, I know. I know. Fair enough. Uh, Duncan Robinson also back 5-90. and 90. That's some good money Damn, here. Damn, You know? That's big. Hitting the heat. <laughs> hey, how come everybody else has money? Um, <laughs> but uh, the that's crazy because you're talking about like, look, you know, the heat are allowed to tamper too. This is what you want Neesmith to be when he grows up. You know, like that's not bad, 18 right? Million, eighteen Woo! million for Duncan Robinson. So if I'm Fournier, I'm like, wait a minute, time the hell out. 
Yeah. Duncan got 18? And y'all want me to do what? Give me, give me, give me. This is 2020, you know, summer 2020 when he just came off of that run. No, this is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Duncan yeah. is a way better shooter. I, I get that. But if you're talking about the whole basketball player, Evan Fournier, easily better than Duncan Robinson. It's not. Easily. See, what does that tell you, though, guys? Not a whole lot of those kind of shooters out there. Right? Shooting. Like the People want shooting. That, that the ones that we're, we're talking about, the Celtics need so badly. There's not a whole lot of them out there. Or at least some of them are aging at this point. Damn. 18 yeah. mil a year for Duncan Robinson. Damn. He is a special shooter. I mean, you go you go toe-to-toe with Curry's efficiency the way he did that first big year that he had with like 400, 500 three-point attempts. That was some all-time special shooting that he put on display here. And they're going to need spacing with this group. Lowry's an all-right three-point shooter. Jimmy can't hit him. Bam can't hit him. Uh, you have other guys there who are shaky shooters. It's it's going to be very important that him and Hero space the floor on that team. Uh, would you, are they a threat in the East here? I mean, they certainly look better than the Celtics right now. I don't know if they're up on that Milwaukee Nets echelon, but it's very clear here that they're hoping Lowry does that Chris Paul thing for them, which is what I want Lowry to do for the Celtics, but wasn't happening. No. I don't know. Just way, just way shit's blowing up right now. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, let's get into this real quick. Um, you know, this, so if you want to add to the, you know, gloom and doom, you know, the one good thing that we thought happened over the last couple of days is Tristan Thompson was traded. And even that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> you can't even, you can't even, I, every day I wake up and Tristan Thompson is still in my life. <laughs> I can't shake this guy. This is great. He's still on the Celtic side of the banner here. Oh my God! Oh, Come God. on, right? Exactly. Move him over. He's still. On the Celtic side. I don't like. Move him over. <laughs> you know, he's still here, man. The Kings fans are going. Whoo! Yeah. <laughs> they kept Raquan Holmes. Can we Holmes. still get out of this? Yeah. They kept Raquan Holmes. Maybe they don't want him anymore. I don't know. But they, yeah, that would be bad news. All of a sudden, there's your. There's your starting center again. John was head would explode. <laughs> again, I'm sure some I'm sure some people would be happy, but I will I will friggin' retire. Are Chris Dunn and Bruno gonna help you that much? Would it be the worst thing in the world? I don't know. Don't ever say that again. Bruno, is Bruno gonna help you? <laughs> yeah, Bobby. You know, enough enough. I know you know the whole mo we just had a conversation about you know Moses Brown and all that, but Man, on the on the chat, you were making it sound like you know Bruno Bruno Fernando Moses Brown, same thing. Like, uh, I, don't I don't know, I don't know enough about Bruno. I saw him playing college, but that's a different game. Yeah, but um, you think that was like a comp, like a, you know, like the, to, to compare those two? I'm like, those I just threw the per thirty six numbers out there. Players. I don't know. Like he obviously didn't get the opportunity that Moses did. The per thirty six numbers were pretty good in Atlanta, but again, he was barely playing. So. Maybe he is better than Moses Brown. I've, I've seen some people say that. But this is what bugs me. And again, it's why why do we do this? Why do we do this all the time? When a Celtics acquire a guy. I didn't do it. <laughs> okay. The Celtics acquired a guy. And, and, and some of the spin in Celtics land was this is essentially just as good as the 16th overall pick. You know, if you got Mo Brown at 16, that's a win. You'd be happy. And everyone's like, yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's good. And then you just friggin' toss him away and everyone's like, he sucks and he wasn't going to play and Bruno Fernando is better. <laughs> so I honestly, I don't it know which one. It was mixed, John. I don't know which one is true. I don't know which one is true. Just somebody, which I don't know which one is true, but it can't be both, right? I bet it's 50-50. There's a lot of people mad Mo's gone. 
there's a lot of people like me who are just like, whatever. It, it is what it is. So I think there's I a just, fair I, mix on that front. I, if Robert Williams goes down, if, knock on wood, Celtics fans, don't come at me, but we'll remember this. There'll be a number 42 on the court. Good insurance policy. I don't know. No, you are dealing with a 34-year-old in Horford, right? 34, 36, something like that. And then you have a injury-prone Rob. So there is a need for that third-string center, which is why I tweeted out, get ready for some Grant Williams center minutes on this team. It's you're inevitable. Try, you're trying to hurt me, right? <laughs> sure, I'm about to check out. That's <laughs> where we're really going to see what Grant's made. Like, my connection. <laughs> Sherrod, let me ask you this. Come back yeah, when you can. <laughs> when you're ready. Sherrod, so let, me ask, <laughs> let me ask you this. You're Tatum and Brown right now. What are you thinking? What the? What's going on? Because, <laughs> like. The- Going on Did you here? see Tatum uh, at USA the other day? They asked him about the moves. In Brad, and, uh, we trust. Yeah, it was like they got to figure that out. <laughs> I got nothing a, to do with that. Just I'm just trying to get a. Thing. I'm trying Not to get a my medal. job. That's what Tatum's telling Jalen. Don't worry, my guy's coming next year. Don't worry. I hope. I hope like, Jalen's like, I hope so, because yo, <laughs> this season. I don't out. know how to feel about that. So we were pretty convinced that that's where they were going a couple weeks ago. Then all this Washington stuff happens, and Beal doesn't even whisper a trade demand. And it's like, is he locked in there? Is he just going to wait and see? You don't have any clues. I don't understand why people expect Bradley Beal to do that. I mean, he's shown a ridiculous level of loyalty to Washington. It reminds me of how Kevin Garnett was when he was in Minnesota. Because Kevin knew well before he got moved that he needed to get his ass out of Minnesota. Yeah, But he didn't didn't make trade demands. He didn't verbalize that he needs to be out of there. Uh, the way some people anticipate Beal right. will do, because we've seen James Harden do that. We've well, seen that would be better. Players. That would be better for Washington than going the yeah, walk see, out the door next year. I think, right? But I think I think Bill genuinely believes that yeah. there is a chance that the Wizards can actually put something together that can be some semblance of a competitive basketball team. I think he's wrong. I think he's wrong as hell. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But again, he, I believe, thinks that. To be true, and, and if you're yeah. Tatum, you're just saying, "Look, you keep thinking that, but just know that we here, we here in Boston. If you want to roll with us next year, we here." And I right. think, and that's, I think that's kind of how Tatum is selling that because he knows Bradley Beal well enough to know that you can't make a hard pitch for him to to ask for a trade now because he's not built like that. Uh, he's well, got, he, to, yeah, he's got what I would call irrational loyalty to that organization. Uh, he should not be nearly as loyal as he, as he is to them. Knowing that, more likely than not, he's going to have to be moved on if he really sincerely wants to win a championship. But he still has these dreams and and and, and desire to have his jersey raised up there, which I think whether he stayed or left, that would still happen. But he wants to win at a high level there, and and I get that. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta read the tea leaves, bro. The crumbs are all up and down the path, and that path is back to the lottery. And if you want to get on a different path. Then you pack your bag up yeah. and you get ready to bounce. The Celtics are like, I'll race you to the lottery. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I'm on your march On your march consent lottery. Let's see who can get there first. I don't think it's a matter of he believes One, in what two, the three, lotto. I, I just think he's an old soul. He's sort of Bradley Beal strikes me that type of person. He's not gonna demand a trade. He's gonna say, look, I sign this amount of years, so I'm sticking, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around. I, I don't see him as somebody who's gonna demand a trade. Maybe he's not, you know, 
ex- overly excited about the team that he's on, but he's like, look, I'm still a great player in this league, and I, I can still get this team. You know, if, if whatever they're telling me right now, if that's what they they want to do going into this year, let's do it. I'm all in. At least at the end of the day, I can say I put everything, all my effort forward. You know, put put. You know, when it comes to going into this regular season, I had it wasn't no question of oh, I had one foot out the door. No, no, no. I gave you guys my all this last year, and. When I'm a free agent, I'm gonna make that decision, you know. And I, I think that's damn. Fair. Jeff Green is gone. That kind of I guy. know. I was just, I was just getting the graphic ready. He's gonna get, gonna give everybody a little breaking news. Jeff Green gone. He's around. Gone. Denver. Mile high, baby. Oh man. Uh, Where do you see two, them? Wait, the is numbers? it two two years, ten million total? Yeah, that's what I believe that is. That yes. the Celtics were priced out of Jeff Green at two years, ten million total. No, if yeah, you're hey. Green, you want to come back to Boston? You know what that no. means, John? I'm they don't want to pay the tax, period. Zero. Zero. They're spending zero. They no tax. $700,000 below the tax. That's line. it. Zero. So they're not going to get mills. Nope. What a disaster. Nope. It's the money. We knew it was the money. <laughs> Xanis, your silence is so powerful, my friend. <laughs> we <laughs> always knew it was the money with this team. <laughs> oh, my God. What a joke. Oh, we're laughing for not crying. That's why I'm, we're laughing. I know. I'm, like, part crying. Also, like, I, it hurts me to see Bobby you like this. You can't pay a couple million in tax. <laughs> Brooklyn's paying like poor Bobby. Like, like, like Christmas is canceled, Bobby. Like this, <laughs> Golden State and Brooklyn are paying like three oh team salaries God. worth of tax, and the Celtics can't pay a couple million. I've never understood it. I don't get it. Oh, what a the, the, terrible! I mean, the, the, the thinking I think for them, and, and you can probably understand this, is that if we're not competing for a championship, why should I pay tax? But it's not that much. <laughs> That's not the point. It's well, my the money. Point is, so I don't want to pay it. This is this no, is gonna yeah. be a, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here. So keep so. So this is this is my thing with this setup for this season ahead. I think it's dangerous to throw away a season per se, which may not be the case here if they can get some growth and stuff like that. But you can't have what happened last year happen again, and it's going to be an even worse version this year where you just have so little talent, so little shooting around the Jays, so little depth that it's just going to be like a grind every single night. Brown and Tatum have to defend the yeah. best players. I'm They're t- trying to make plays, and they, they can't get anything out of it. Then all of a sudden, the noise starts in their ears that they're to blame about things. And, like, it's just a terrible setup. And that's going to be your bridge to signing a max-free agent and wooing them to come here. Like, you have to have some success. Remember the um, bridge year to Durant and Horford? You had a pretty good year. I think you were the four seed. You really showed some great – progress throughout the year fought hard had a ton of hustle you weren't the best team in the world but it was a good bridge team you showed some upward trajectory that i think horford saw in the atlanta series and was impressed by you're telling me you're gonna go 500 again and be a shaky playing team that's up and down all year and beal's gonna be like that's the spot for me well i i think the difference is that he would be joining forces with tatum and he trusts Tatum. He he's seen firsthand from literally from day one how yeah. Tatum has grown and evolved. And so he, I don't think the record will necessarily bother him that much, Not especially that when he looks at the fact that the Celtics weren't exactly going for 
the gusto this this upcoming season. So I, I think yeah, all that will come into play. And and remember the the wild card in all this is what happens in Washington. Like, are they going to have one of those seventeen and fifty and fifty seven seasons, uh, winning seventeen eighteen games? Depending on how successful they are, I think that will be a factor in whether Bill wants to bounce or not. Um, but uh, again, I, I the Celtics. I, you're you're right, Bobby. I mean, it, this season upcoming is going to have a very. They just ran it back. Yep. And the end result is going to be similar to what we just saw, 500-ish basketball. Is it possible Brad in his first year was just too honest and didn't realize that you actually can call people prior to 6 o'clock? Um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's be honest, though. Would that be a surprise no, to Mark, anyone that Brad literally – I got Murphy. I'm about to put that up there, too. Yo, Give me a second. Yep. Mark's out of here, guys. Mark's out. Yeah. I'm going to put that up here one second. Uh, so Mer- Mark Murphy here um, – uh, you know, Boston Herald and hold on, let me grab the, uh, the report here so I can quote it accurately. Um, but he was the one talking about smart, how he's likely sticking around because, uh, you know, now that the Lonzo thing fell through and again, sorry guys, just froze up here. Um, so now what he's saying about Marcus is he's looking for, um, max extension. Real money, Fournier money, four years, 80 million, which is the money they won't pay Fournier. So you've got a situation here, uh, and Bobby's talked about this a bit. Okay, look, let's put all the pieces together. Um, s- s- different stories about Smart. He's either too too tight with Brad or he pisses everybody <laughs> off. Whatever it is, you know, something's up. Okay, doesn't fit. I don't know what's going on, but whatever. There's a thing. There's a cloud um, around Smart. Um, his name's been floated a bunch. He can't like that too, too much. He's not, he's going into a lame duck year. He's not going to like that too, too much. Um, they're not willing to commit money past anybody beyond this year. So he knows this going in. So now he's going to walk into this situation and be asked to be a good soldier and lay it all on the line, um, in a walk year, uh, for what? Why, why do this? You know, like I got to get mine. Hey, Marcus, don't shoot 11 threes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure, I won't. Like, I, I, it's this is not a terrific recipe here. I think, I think you've got to look. You got to put a product on the court, and that's important. But if you know you're not going to resign Smart, you should trade Smart. Like, wh- you know, what are you doing here? Even at this point? if you get Beal, it's a terrible move to just let him go. Like, this is this would be the umpteenth guy in a row that you just get absolutely nothing for. Yeah, but you'll feel a little better about it if you get Beal in here, but. Again, this is overdue. This should have been done at last trade deadline. This should have been done maybe. And that's what that. I hate. You have to look, you gotta be smart enough to know. You gotta you gotta take some risks in the sense that it, you know, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with Marcus, but I don't think he's in our plans. So let's just move on. You can't be paralyzed and just stay there and look for the perfect thing. And again, I don't know how much of this was Danny, you know, the previous report said Danny valued him like an all-star. If you could have gotten something from Marcus last deadline, you probably should have done it. If you have no intention of re-signing him this year, because now it gets harder. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing in regards to this guy. Like Sherrod, what's the, gonna, do they like him as an organization? I don't really know. Like I, I really do. don't know. They, yeah? they, they love this toughness. They love the fact that he plays his ass off at one end of the floor as hard as anyone around. But the bottom line is this: he wants if he wants twenty million dollars, which I don't think he can get now. I don't think he'll be able to get next year what the Celtics are ultimately going to wind up having happen. And you, you can see it coming a mile away. They're going to get a, another TPE for Marcus, just like they got for Gordon. And then you're going to, you're going to 
hope that you can land some disgruntled player or someone who falls out of favor with a team down the road, as opposed to actually going out and convincing a player that you have a situation that is to their benefit. Uh, and to me, the TPE, it's a nice alternative when you can't do a straight on trade for a guy. And, but I'm at the point, and I think most people are at the point where you want to get players. You're sick and tired of getting these TPEs, these like little, you know, balance sheet bulletin points that can help you when you can't trade a guy straight up. And Marcus is a guy that, uh, again, we don't know what the market is officially looks like for Marcus, but damn, they need to do a better job of convincing folks to take him if you're serious about getting something in return from beyond a TPE. Okay. I'm tired of the TPEs. The way I so see it, guys, I, I think this is Marcus' way of saying, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I want out. Like, what, what when a player puts their price up that high, knowing the situation this, and how things are for the Celtics right now, I think that's his way of saying that. Look, if you don't see me as a future player, then I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not going to stay around for another year. So you guys can just, you know, wait until you're able to afford someone like Bradley Beal and say, see you later or trade me to wherever you, you know, whoever you feel like trading me to. No, I'm, I'm going to be able to pick my destiny here. And, you know, if you don't want to re-sign me, then just do a sign and trade. Let's figure this thing out. You know, and that's, that's the way I'm reading well, this thing now. Not for nothing, but <laughs> the last time through, Smart did the same thing. Um, Smart bet on himself heavy and he uh, and he lost. Well, this is um, the weirdest part of the bridge you know, here, right? He, this guy is going to be such a big part of next year's team. But the last time through, Smart thought he was going to get closer to 16, 18, whatever, per, and he didn't. You know, like he bet on himself and he missed. Uh, and it well, he wasn't, was restricted back then. But the, no, nobody reason. came looking for that. Nobody came throwing money his way. It just wasn't there. That It's much this, different when you're unrestricted, though. And they just announced today that, that, that there's going to be the a – um, The two all-NBA defense, defensive teams. Yeah, you, he got better after that and – uh, the Cavs bumping four million more than they expected next year, which will obviously help him as well. Yeah. So um, this is not a. This isn't going to surprise anybody here. This is Keith Smith, but this is what we've been saying. Um, Celtics focused on keeping their that cap sheet the Celtics as clean as possible for 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 twenty two free agency. This is again not surprising, but um, this is where we're at. So okay, ready? So my new developing opinion: everything we just talked about. I'm going back to where I was before, um, all the way around. <laughs> that is all well, way around. right? No, all the way around full circle. There is no – okay, there is no way you can do what the Celtics are doing now uh, unless you are ridiculously, supremely, insanely confident that something is coming to you in, in 22 because it doesn't make sense to just go – to go – to risk – alienating your two stars, putting a real crap product and pissing off your fan base and going out there and floundering for a year without a clear, clear plan. So you guys were saying Beal is just one of those old, but you're saying Beal's one of those old soul sort of guys and he's happy there and he's got loyalty. Okay. Beal, the agreement they've got right now is, I'm going to pretend everything is great in DC so they don't trade me. And I'm going to make it sound like I want to stay here. And then wha-bam, I'm coming to you. Um, yeah, and that's okay. it. Okay. Okay. What he said. That's verbatim. it. Wha-bam. Um, wha-bam. That's it. That's all get I can think of. Get the wha-bam cam. Listen, <laughs> listen. Let's get the wha-bam cam. Listen, in the meantime, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're going to put on their big boy pants for real this time, all right? Yeah. Ime Udoka is going to build this thing, this culture from scratch. You know, the, the San Antonio Spurs, I mean, come it's, on. It's, it's coming a, from the school of Popovich, man. This thing is, this thing is the, gradual. They're playing, a, the San Antonio yeah. Spurs, they don't do the quick fix. They don't, do, they don't trade for the superstar quick fix. No, they build this well, thing up from the bottom. because the Spurs never break down. 
They build it up from the bottom. That's true. That's true, Sherrod. But they still other build it from the like, bottom. Okay. Other teams have to like like change the damn engine. And, but the Spurs, all they do is get a damn oil change and they keep moving. They keep the, uh, moving. That is an hey, incredible signing. Hey, Mr. Fix is here, you know? Yeah. That's that's what the word that's what we're looking at, right? To him for it's crazy where the Spurs are. It's, it's Beal with the long con. And that's what I'm that's what I'm going. I'm going not with. gonna lie. That that's if I mean that's pretty damn impressive if they can pull that off. That's <laughs> it's, pretty damn impressive. It's the impressive. long con. Dude, do not get caught whispering in the hallway during the All-Star break. Don't do it. Don't be dumb <laughs> no about it. Just, right. no I love Washington. Trip. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then. And when you see each other, you give each other a pound and make sure well, when you're talking, vegan, cover yeah. your mouth. Cover yeah. your mouth so no one can oh, see Kyrie. what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. Pull do that. Pull playbook. Yeah. No, no, don't even, don't even, don't even switch jerseys. Don't do it. No, I, I want don't even no daps or anything. I, I want it to be competitive. Be like, look, this is the last time I'm going to no, play. No, see, this they game. can't do that because that would be that game. would not be on brand. <laughs> they got to keep doing the buddy buddy thing. That's you know on what, brand. Right, right, right. Make it look good. Uh, you know what's going to happen here? Jalen Brown too. If please. we stay on the lo- if we stay on the, the air long game. enough, the Celtics are going to bring back Semi, um, and I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> um, I love Semi. <laughs> That's my guy. Hey, that's my guy. Hey, the, the NBA Shimmy. Finals MVP, Giannis. You know he still has that Stop on his it. resume. Stop it! Come on, Shimmy's got I, that I on his resume. It, it's way down, yeah, but it's on his resume. Shimmy had like basically two or three really good games against Giannis, and then Giannis was like, "Wait, who? Oh, okay." He's pretty much kicked Shimmy's ass for like the last three, four years. Was it a playoff game? The last couple. Time? I say the last couple years. Last couple years. It was the playoff game though. Playoff game. MVP championship, <laughs> Jimmy. Right. What you got? Right. But I'm with you, on, yeah. you should be you should be upset if, if that happens. Don't be don't be bringing no seven and eight of space to, to the that. space game when, when Giannis is holding like kings and queens. Come on now, Bobby Portis, two years, nine million with the Bucks. Again, you're not even giving out five five million dollars to people. Yeah, but come on, Bobby Portis. Though I mean, I'm just I'm just yeah. saying it's very clear that it's very clear at this point they're not giving a freaking dollar to anybody. <laughs> not even it, I guess. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Forkan Cormash. You see what he's oh. Three and three, three and fifteen, five million per. Again, so we're uh, down see, into the yeah. he shoots a shooter. There you go, Gary Trent. Way to open a money bag. Damn, I know, yeah. They're desperate. So he's he's basically filling that Norm Powell spot, pretty much, with that. Yeah, Bobby's deep in an article right now. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's there been is frozen. A lot of, there is a lot of un. No, I hear you. There's a lot going on. Like they, you got to figure out that Thompson thing. You got to figure out who these bottom of the roster spot guys are because there aren't a lot of them left, as we see now. It, it's I just the, how they put together next year's team has to be pretty intentional and uh, I'm like excited about something. next year's team because usually you have a sense of how the thing is going to come together, how the team is going to look. We have no idea how this team is going to look because, yeah. I mean, on the one hand, you see a lot of young, unproven players. And that makes you think, oh, crap, this is going to be a rebuilding year. But then you realize you got Tatum, you got Brown. You don't know how much juice Al has in the tank. If if Time Lord can stay healthy, there's no telling how that's going to be a game changer. And if one or two of those young guys in a rookie deals actually steps up and have a career year, 
you may very well be in a better place than you were this past season, even though I don't think that right now, but it's possible. We have no idea what the hell the 21-22 Celtics are going to look like, and I'm kind of excited about that. So, again, I don't mind it, Bob. I don't mind it, Sherrod, because we've seen the other thing. Now you want to see this thing. So, that, like I said, is I want to see, you know, I want to see, you know, what the the other guys have. I just – I just – you can't have a year in which Tatum and Brown are just like – shrugging their shoulders looking around like right. is anybody going to help me that's my only fear it's not can i live through a year like those are fun years those under it when you have that under it that those overachieving teams those scrappy teams are fun they're not fun when you got two max player superstars in your team who are like <laughs> i don't want to do this you know like that's yeah. not fun yeah it's, it's it's different when you have like you know evan turner chris humphrey different Isaiah jay Thomas, crowder isaiah you know, crowder oh, marcus thornton but Two all-stars, both under the age of 25. Yeah, a yeah. couple other updates. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., as we said, three years, 54 to the Raptors. Uh, Bobby Damn. Portis, as we said, two years, $9 million to the Bucks. Uh, I will let everybody know we're going to do a little bit of the green room thing. I don't expect everybody in here to join, but we're going to jump on. This is obviously the kind of thing people want to have their voice heard, so we do want to hear from you guys. Uh, it's been a little while, so we will do it. Um, if you this haven't could be done- one of those uh, Thunder-like nights. <laughs> Remember yeah. that Thunder game? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't done it already, um, download the app available uh, your iOS store available on Android as well. Um, it's Spotify. So Spotify Green Room, go get it um, and jump on with us uh, and we'll chat a little bit of draft. We'll open up uh, open up the uh, the room and we'll probably hop out of here in a little bit. If there's breaking news, we'll talk about it. Otherwise, we'll just get your thoughts on the direction of the franchise. I will say the caveat, we're in a little gloom and doom because we've concluded in the first 90 minutes of free agency that they're putting their hands in their pockets and that's that. And we kind of thought that was going to happen and we said we're going to, you know, we'll know early what they're doing, but Fournier is still out there. Dinwiddie's still out there. Uh, DeRozan is still out there. I, again, could this be late scraps that they pick up on short deals, on deals that make sense? I don't know. Maybe they've been working on something. A, a lot. You'd feel a lot better if something big like that comes through. I'm not saying it will, but obviously the entire tone and tenor of like the direction that we've taken this conversation would change. Which again, uh, you know, is, is is something that could theoretically happen right now. Uh, Sherrod, Josue, would you predict anything beyond, as we'd heard from Murphy and others around the margins, anything else happens here? No, not. I don't think anything will happen of significance tonight. I mean, the, the guy, and we, we touched on him a little bit, and I think a couple folks in the chat have mentioned him as well, is, is Reggie Jackson. Uh, no feel for what his market will be, but certainly that's a guy that is some of the best basketball of his career we saw in the playoffs. And so that will be a guy that certainly – you know, Celtics fans would feel feel better about next season if you have a guy like Reggie Jackson in the fold. But damn, the pickers are getting ridiculously slim. I mean, that Jeff Green to Denver one—that's the one that just—I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, they got him for like lint money yeah. uh, in Denver. <laughs> I mean, that's you that, can't be that, you... Hurt, that one hurt me. That's the one that I'm really hurt yeah. by. And this has nothing to do with how great a player Jeff Green is, and everything to do with the fact that they literally got him for. Well, I guess on the, the only. The only other way you could look at that is that you can only spend $5 million on one player, and if you were going to spend it on Mills or Green, you'd probably go Mills in that case. So that's the only way that one could shake out. As Tito out, would say, Millsy. Yeah. So that's <laughs> give, the way that that give, one could shake out. Give me Millsy. Give me Millsy. 
Go ahead. I just, Sorry. I just don't. Yeah, the path's just shaky right now. Like I'm not sure which way. It's Bobby going. is shaken. Yeah. Can I, can I tell you the tweet Bobby sent us on the group chat right before we started? Like two minutes prior to the show, Bobby goes, "I am nervous." <laughs> yeah he, he knew it he's like he's like bad stuff's gonna happen isn't it john i was like i think so <laughs> no i had a sense that ball probably wasn't in the cards and then who know who knew where it was gonna go from there but yeah i don't know like there's a lot to be shaken out on this team right now and uh we're just waiting fournier that's a big one the thompson thing like it's not you can't look at this right now and say like, "Oh, this is done." Uh oh, like there's still a lot that has to happen here on, on the edges of this roster. So we'll see where that goes. It's just they're not involved in a lot of these free agents that have gone already. McConnell, uh, Green, th- these certain guys that you think they could have been in on, even Olenek at the very beginning of this thing. So Kelly got paid too. Like oh, yeah, you said, did. I don't think it's gonna happen from for via free agency, guys. I, again, I, I'm starting to. This I think is they it. need that Mills one. After this, what hour and a half into the, you know, what's going on here? I think Marcus Mark will get traded, guys. I think this is the today? beginning. Of the Not today, but I think that's okay. how they. I think that's how eventually something get their new point guard. Um, and it might be the case, but um, you know, we have what we have right now. Um, the uh, the we have opened up the room, so if you guys want to jump in there, um, I think we'll just all go together. So um, no reason to uh, um, you know linger on here. Uh, you know, so. Again, just to let everybody know, we're going to hop on Green Room, talk for a little bit. Uh, whoever wants to join, great. Uh, we want to hear from you guys for sure. If something happens, we're on we're on the clock. And at least Bobby and I are, whoever else is available. Something big goes down, we'll jump back on here and we'll do another show. So Smart gets traded later tonight, we'll jump on. News tomorrow, we'll jump on. Our goal is to bring it to you as quickly as possible if there is news. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and chop it up with you guys. So um, there are still things that could happen. We're not going to jump on there for the semi re-signing, but we will if Smart gets traded or they bring in a big name or something uh, dramatic happens. But until then, we'll jump on here um, on Green Room and chat with you guys. Guys, anything else here before we wrap it? No, stay tuned. All right, guys, like I said, it's in the chat. chat. Uh, Ahmed, did you throw it in there? You guys see the link yeah. in there? Yep, it's in there. Um, special thanks always to our producer, Amit uh, Bhattacharji, who is a freaking – I mean, he can he can put – he can put together graphics faster than I can speak them. Um, and he's he just, just proved it. He proved throughout this the last hour and a half. Can't yeah, he's just he's just rifling through this, but he's had us prepped all day long. Uh, he's a, he's an absolute workhorse and an animal here. Uh, you know, when when he's not, he's probably while while this was going on, he probably edited three different Patriots videos uh, from Evan uh, Lazar over at training camp. And I'm not kidding. Hey, so what up, yeah. Evan? Yeah. So yeah, you guys should check that out too. We have terrific training camp coverage over on our Patriots YouTube channel. So uh, we're going to head over again. Thanks, Amit. Thanks you guys for uh, uh, watching this. Uh, come join us on uh, Green Room and we will, uh, we'll hear from you there. Thanks all.